This podcast is brought to you by Orthos Health. Welcome back, you guys. Let's go ahead and get started. I want to talk to you about your health in general in terms of your habits and your routines. And maybe you may be laughing at that a little bit right now because presently during this coronavirus, when I'm recording this, we don't really have our routines and our habits and our schedules. Um, At least we don't have them the way that we had them a few months ago. And they may be about to change as things are starting to open back up. And if you're listening to this after COVID, I'm sure that you can probably relate to this. About the time that you get into a habit or a routine, something happens and it changes again. And sometimes we may feel as though we are spending a lot of time trying to get that in balance. And some, some of you guys out there are amazing at that. And if you are, then good for you. If it's something that may be a little bit of a struggle right now during the season or any season, I hope that this will be helpful to you. So I just want to sort of check in right now because right now we are in COVID still. And I just want to ask, how are you feeling about that? Are you feeling like you don't really have a routine right now? Are you feeling like there's no work, there's no school for the kids, so I'm just going to sleep in later, maybe waking up later, staying up to watch just one more episode? Maybe you're drinking a little bit more alcohol than you used to because, again, you don't have to be up in the morning. Maybe you were going to a gym and now your gym is closed and you don't have that option anymore. Maybe you went and you bought a Peloton or some other home device or downloaded an app or joined a group that did something online for that and then you figured out, okay, with my kids home, this really isn't happening or X, Y, Z. These are a bunch of scenarios, but what's not happening or what's not quite working out right now for you? Maybe that's nothing. Maybe your schedule is great. Your routine is great. And you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. And if so, you are my hero. Good for you. But for the rest of us, this is maybe a time where you feel just a little bit out of control because so many things have changed and so many things have closed and we're just a little bit in limbo right now. So when we just kind of have that feeling of not in control of ourselves, our health suffers. We are tempted to just say, screw it, it doesn't even matter, and then we do another unhealthy thing, which leads to another unhealthy thing, which makes us feel even worse And so this cycle just continues to go on and on. And if we get into a cycle like that, it can strain our relationships, you know, at at a minimum, but it could actually possibly lead to bigger problems and it may lead to feelings of hopelessness or depression. And we definitely do not want to have it get to that point. So let's talk about some of the things that we can do to start to break this cycle before it gets to that point. I personally believe, and this comes from a lot of things that I've read and seen and been coached on and coached, but from my experience, I believe that having a routine, even if it's not perfect, will lead to feelings of being in control. And just that much of a feeling itself 
is extremely beneficial and it carries over into so many other aspects of your life. And if you've listened to any other podcast that I've done, you'll hear me saying a lot of this stuff is really interconnected and it is. This one thing I believe is very beneficial for us in developing good habits. I believe that the feeling of knowing that we've we've done some of these good things and stuck to some of our healthy habit habits is really just as beneficial as the things that we accomplish. So I want to give you a disclaimer here. Any plan that you make is only something that you are going to deviate from. What I mean by that is you may plan the best, most beautiful, perfect plan. And just so you know, most likely it is not going to go as planned. This reminds me of my philosophy 101 class when my professor said, you're not sitting in a chair. That is an idea of a chair. So <laughs> that's a little bit kind of, kind of silly, but kind of true. You're going to create a schedule or a routine, but it's not going to go exactly as you plan it. It's basically just going to be an idea of what you've planned and what you think would be the best. So when I homeschooled for years, I always would come out with a new quote schedule. And eventually I did away with the word schedule and I changed the word to pattern. And I did that just psychologically for me because if I had a schedule, I felt like I was deviating from it too much. But if I could establish patterns and maybe they didn't happen at the exact time, but they, it was sort of a sequence of things that were going to happen that made it feel really good to me that at least I sort of knew what was coming next. That's really good emotionally and mentally. And if you have children, especially small ones, that's really good for them too. Just to what is coming next, especially if they've been in school and they've been on a, a regimented schedule with, you know, buses coming and this is lunchtime and this is that. So just a sort of a pattern may be helpful so everybody knows what's coming next. All good morning routines, I believe, begin the night before. So we are going to come back and circle around to the night before. First, I want you to decide a couple things, and then we're going to reverse engineer and figure out what time you need to go to sleep so that you can get up in the morning and get all these things done. So if you're able, if you are sitting down and listening to this and you have a pen and a paper nearby, this may be a great time to write down a couple things. If you are driving, obviously don't do that, but I, there are some things that I would love for you to think about that would be best if you're able to write them down. So the first thing is making out a list of things that need to happen. They just have got to happen no matter what, especially if you're working from home, your work, it needs to happen. You may have uh, meetings, Zoom calls, that type of thing that are scheduled and they are going to need to take precedence over the rest of your day. So think about what that looks like. Time block out that time for, for those important necessities that must happen. And this gives you an idea of how much time you don't have. So after you've done that, make another list and make a list of all the things that you would really like to do, that you'd like to accomplish in the day and maybe that is your workout routine or some prayer and meditation time some recreational time with your family what things would you like in your schedule that would just make you feel good like i would really enjoy doing xyz 
And what are some things that you really would like to get done and maybe you don't really enjoy that as much. Maybe that's your exercise routine. I don't know what that is, but it still needs to get done. So go ahead and fill those in next. Give it a place so that it's on there. For most of us, time in the morning is really good for things like planning, for prayer and meditation, for connecting, grounding, regrouping. I find this really helpful in the morning because if it doesn't happen in the morning, then the day just gets going and the phone is ringing and the doorbell's ringing and people are needing things and children are waking up, that type of thing. So morning, I have found to be more productive. If you right now are a mother of littles, <laughs> then just disregard all this. Just, you know, keep your babies alive. But if your kids are a little bit older, maybe you can explain to them that before a certain time, they are not really supposed to get up and, and um, be needing you for your attention. And I am speaking from experience on this because presently I am asking my first grader to stay in his room until 8.30 every day because there's some things that I need to get done before that. And um, he has plenty of toys and he's just fine. And I'm one of those parents that I'm okay with kids being bored a little bit. I think that that helps with their self-discipline and their creativity. This isn't a, a parenting podcast, but that is my two cents on it. Whatever is your comfort level for you, if that feels comfortable for you to just set a boundary there. Whatever you need to do to guard your time, because when you have had your time, you can handle the other things that come at you better, in my opinion. So airplane mode is a really great feature. It's on your phones and go ahead and use it. So if you've got your morning and you've got some stuff that you want to get done, go ahead and put your phone on airplane mode so that things aren't coming through and you can have your time with less distraction. And I talked about morning really being a good time for that because of that reason, because there are less distractions. And there's a book called Miracle Morning. If you have not read that book, that may be really helpful to you. I know that there's um, you know Facebook groups and the whole thing for accountability, but it, basically the premise is getting your power hour done first thing in the morning. You're, you're reading, you're thinking, you're breathing, you're planning, your focus, your recentering, you know, yoga, whatever the thing is, getting that done. So that may be helpful to you. So after we have all of those, now let's talk about meals. I'm not going to talk to you necessarily about the nutritional aspects for that right now. I'm just talking about planning it into your day because I believe that when it's planned that it will be more nutritional. So don't just plan when you're going to eat, but plan when you're going to plan. That's something that I had had to do for years. It wasn't just the cooking, the eating, and the cleaning up, and it wasn't even just the grocery shopping, but sometimes I had to plan a time to actually plan what we were going to eat. And I'm, um, I'm pretty excited because now I have a teenage daughter that loves to cook, and she does a lot of that. And I'm so grateful and so happy to have her do it. But don't think that I have not spent my time in the trenches. I definitely have. And during those seasons of my life, we had a pattern, not a schedule, but a pattern that worked fairly well for us where we assigned every 
night of the week to a food genre. So it is still ingrained in me after 15, 20 years, Monday Mexican, Tuesday tuna, Wednesday waffles, Thursday the Italian for Italian, Friday fish, Saturday something, Saturday was always just up for grabs, <laughs> and Sunday soup. So that was our pattern in regards to meals for years. It may sound ridiculous, but it took such a mental burden off of me when they were like, what's for dinner? I'm like, well, it's Monday. So it's going to be tacos or fajitas or taco soup or nachos or something like that. And it, and it just sort of narrowed it down for me. And it gave them, again, something to expect something to sort of look forward to. They were in the know. That may not work for you, but it's a suggestion that I'm just throwing out there in case it does. And it's funny, even now, like I said, years later, I may be driving around by myself somewhere and be like, oh, I need to get dinner. What should I eat tonight? And I'll say, huh, what's today? <laughs> and no matter what day it is, that um, it's at least a springboard and it takes some of that guesswork out of the night. So, I do believe this will help with your nutrition because without a plan, you can end up going through a box of Cheez-Its for dinner sometimes and just skipping a good healthy meal altogether. And this obviously has negative consequences. And the first one that comes to mind might be weight gain, and that may be true. But also think about just your energy level, just how you may feel sluggish after you do something like that, how you just may feel guilty after eating that way. So if we can go ahead and have the plan and eliminate the nights of the Cheez-Its, then that may be helpful. I also want to look at just some of those small little habits that we can just go ahead and, and start to implement while we're looking at these routines. So for example, I have a girlfriend that said, I just want to drink more water and make sure that I take my whole food capsules every morning. For some people, it may be like, I need this prayer and meditation time, or I need some time to do um, a learning thing from a, from a book or a podcast. So look at the habits in your existing routine and see where you can attach a new habit. And a book I love that is really, really great for this is the book Atomic Habits. I've done a couple book clubs on that and taught on that book in several places because I love the idea of taking an already existing habit and attaching a new habit to it, either front in front of it or behind it, or taking the existing habit and replacing it with a better one. So here are a couple examples. One could be to replace coffee in the morning with water. And depending on what you're trying to accomplish would be um, how you would do that. So if you were trying to say, hey, I want to drink less caffeine, then you could try to replace it with water. If your goal is to just drink more water, then you could make your new habit to be to drink your water before you drink your coffee because you're not trying to get rid of that. So my girlfriend that wants to take her, to remember to take her um, whole food capsules every day, I told her, well, you eat breakfast every morning, right? And she's like, yeah. So just go ahead and attach the habit of taking those supplements with your breakfast. I have one daughter who is in college and she loves to have her morning time be the time where she's like doing her makeup and that's and her hair 
that's sort of like a creative, relaxing, fun part of her day. But she also has schoolwork. So a lot of times she can attach the habit of her morning routine to listening to an audiobook or something like that that she needs to to already do anyway. So if you're trying to maybe get in some more exercise and you're already going to be taking a shower in the morning, maybe you just add in that habit of your exercise bike or whatever it is right before your shower. And add hard things to things that you already like, if that makes sense. So an example of this is, okay, I'm working from home. I have to get in X amount of hours of work. But what I really want to be doing is watching whatever on Netflix. Well, set your timer and get in two hours of work and then your reward is a 22 minute show and then do it again. So the classic example of this that I'm sure we've all experienced is, you know, growing up, we had to eat our real food before we could have dessert, right? So we are, you know, kind of, quote, bribing ourselves with the thing that we really want by using it as an incentive or reward for doing the things that we don't really want to do. So um, those are just a couple things to sort of think about. Where can I fit some of these things in? How can I stack these up so that it works best for me? So I told you before that we were going to bring this all back around to the night before because, again, I believe that that is very helpful to how the day will go. So you want to reverse engineer how much sleep you will need and then start the night before so that you get that sleep in so that you can get up on time to start your day. So go ahead and do at nighttime as much as you possibly can to get everything ready for the next day. So the classic example for this one is just getting out your clothes for the, your clothes the night before for the morning, which maybe you, you know, do that with your children when they're in school. But um, that's just an example, something you can do the night before. My husband added in a water drinking habit several years ago. And part of that routine for him is that the night before he has two water bottles. One's a smaller one that he can grab and go, but he also fills a bigger one so that he can refill the little one during the day. So every night he fills them up, he sets them by the door and he's ready to go. For my friend that wanted to start taking her capsules and I told her to take them with breakfast, another step for that would be to go ahead and put them out on your placemat the night before. If you're you know, somebody that's got an audiobook to listen to, Go ahead and cue it up the night before. Whatever you can do the night before, go ahead and do that. And then think about something that you are looking forward to in the morning because that really helps with your morning routine. If you've said that you're going to do a, an exercise routine or yoga routine, go ahead and download like a fun playlist from Spotify the, the night before so that you are excited to get up and do it. Or if you're trying to do a like a prayer meditation morning, go ahead and download the night before some sort of devotional or um, guided meditation or something like that. So you already have it ready and you're excited about it and you are sleeping through the night with something exciting on your brain for the morning instead of, oh, I just have to get up and just, you know, do whatever all over again. Just keep it, keep it fresh and something exciting for you. So I want to ask you, what are your goals? What are your habits? What are your routines or lack thereof? How can you fix, modify, 
change, enhance, and enjoy what you already have. And like I said earlier, it may look different than it did a few months ago, and it most likely will change again as everything starts to reopen. And even after this phase of life, we are always going to be changing, and that's okay. We were meant to. We are adaptable, and we will be able to roll with the punches on that. So this is your life. You have the power over your schedule more than you may think you do. So what is important to you and what do you want to get done? Lastly, think about who can hold you accountable. Maybe your spouse, maybe a friend, a family member. I know that um, some girlfriends and I, I'm actually doing a group coaching with them and we're doing that like through a Facebook group so that you have other people that you can sort of report your highs and your lows to, your successes and maybe failures, things that you want to do better at and just have somebody holding you accountable. This really is a great step to health in all areas of your life, just having a plan. So again, it may not go exactly as you plan it, but I do believe that having one will be very helpful, especially during this time. I hope that this has been helpful for you guys. And I know that this is sort of a crazy time in the world, but think about how much more adaptable we will be to things changing and how um, we can take the things that we're already doing and improve them and make them better and be willing and able to go ahead and jump into changes that are coming up in the future. I can't wait to be with you guys next time. My hope for you all today and always is that you are able to leave today healthier than yesterday. I'm Jen Hilger and I will see you guys next time. This podcast was brought to you by Orthos Health. For more information, visit orthoshealth.com.